You see someone actually walking away with a cheesecake there after the cheesecake factory was looted. Unclear where they may have gotten that. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> that was in Seattle. Uh, Democrats looting everything in Seattle, burning, plundering, uh, destroying our democracy, pushing civilization into a new dark age. You know, the left is here. The, uh, the anchor woman watching someone walking away from the looted cheesecake factory with a cheesecake doesn't know where he got it. And now Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Can't begin to tell you where that came from. Hey, wait a minute. The Cheesecake Factory was was looted. They smashed out all the windows and looted everything in the place. There's a guy with a cheesecake. Wonder where he got that. Every day is an IQ test. If you're that dumb, you can become a television news anchor. Isn't that amazing? I have uh, obituary news, obituary news. David Soul, David Soul of Starsky and Hutch, the TV show Starsky and Hutch, has died at the age of 80. 80 years old. You know, he was a pretty good guy. He was in, uh, well, he was in one of the Dirty Harry movies, too. Magnum Force, I think. I haven't looked it up. He was an actor of stage and screen. Yes, sir. Yeah, Magnum Force. It's right here in the story. And... um, For all I know, I think he was a normal person. I think he was pretty normal. David Soule, dead at 80, 80 years of age. Yes, sir, Starsky and Hutch. Is that really the theme music? I don't even remember the theme music to Starsky and Hutch. I don't think I like that. I don't think I watch Starsky and Hutch so much. Let's get back to the racist Democrats. You know how racist they are. We just do a show every day on uh, Democrats are racist. Hey, come on, we, we only have three hours. For crying out loud. But there is a, uh, yeah, a great thing, New York Post, somebody somebody comment about the Claudine Gay. Um, you know, I mean, it's not like she lost her job. Well, she, she's no longer the president of Harvard. But they're still paying her about $900,000 a year to teach racism and anti-Semitism, which you can major in at Harvard now. You can get a degree in being racist and being an anti-Semite. And what better place than Harvard, really, for that kind of education? Yes, sir. But the New York Post, the New York Post published a, a letter from a professor, <clears throat> a retired professor. And the retired professor talking about Claudine Gay and all of her plagiarism. And Harvard said that they went back and they've corrected the plagiarism, which is pretty good. They should go back and collect, uh, correct like Hitler's record or something. They can make him a good guy. He could be the good guy. And uh, George Mallory, retired professor, wrote, Harvard has circulated an untruth that the plagiarisms of Claudine Gay have been corrected. Corrected in quotation marks. How can a PhD thesis written 15 years ago be corrected? 
or a scholarly manuscript published 10 years ago be corrected. In academic medicine, he writes, the action for gross plagiarism would be to withdraw the paper from the journal's website. Therefore, Gay's CV, her resume, would be drastically shrunk by at least 50%. As a retired professor of pediatrics with over 110 papers and peer-reviewed publications in my portfolio, I have empiric experience with academic promotion and academic ethics. Gay only had 13 published manuscripts. Many professors do that in one year. And many, if not most, need to be disqualified or withdrawn based on gross plagiarism. I am not aware of any tenured professor with such a paltry a paltry a CV, uh, curriculum vitae. I wonder how this double standard would fit Al Sharpton's systemic racism worldview. This alone is scandalous. Well, it would fit perfectly into Al Sharpton's. We just played Al Sharpton. Uh, you know, if it, uh, I've been saying this for years because it's true. Nothing gets you in trouble like the truth in our corrupt society. As the left is dragging not just the United States, not just America, by the way, but humanity is being dragged into a new dark age. We are still that shining city on a hill. We are the beacon of light that the world aspires to be, and the left has infected our political world because they took over the Democrat Party, they, and they've taken over, again, academia, Harvard University. Hey, who's the black lady? Let's make her president. Why? Well, she's a black lady. Well, what about her academic uh, credentials? Well, uh, in her entire career, she's written uh, 13 papers, the majority of which have been found to have been at least in part plagiarized by her. Uh, and, you know, you wouldn't even get tenure with a, with a resume like that, much less the presidency of Harvard University. If you were a white man, you'd be kicked off of campus. You'd be run out of town. You'd be, you'd be tarred and feathered. But, you know, the soft bigotry of low expectations has tentacles everywhere. It's the Democrat Party, honestly. Speaking of the chaos and the anarchy, and the, you see the Los Angeles mob of more than 100 looters took over a bakery in Compton, straight out of Compton. That's kind of a fun movie, actually, straight out of Compton. But L.A. mob takes over, of over 100 looters, takes over Compton Bakery after a car smashes through the front door. I assume it's a stolen car. It's got to be a stolen car because the Democrats are all criminals and they're violent criminals. And that's why our cities are becoming unlivable and the United States of America is going down the tubes because the left, they call themselves liberals, but they're not. They call themselves Democrats. They say we're the Democratic Party, but the Democratic Party isn't. And these aren't liberals, they're leftists. So I don't know if you've seen the video of this, but but it's completely crazy. And, and the New York Post has the story. A mob of over 100 looters purposely crashed a Kia into a small bakery in Compton, California, before they flooded in and ransacked the store. A night of rampage. 
on the streets earlier this week. And the, see, because they took over the street illegally. And the police don't even respond anymore because Democrats will lynch the police, which means anarchy, Mad Max, beyond Thunderdome. The thieves had gathered in the area for an, a night of illegal street takeover around 3 a.m. before making the mile-long trek to Rubens Bakery and Mexican Food. Maybe it's not a black-owned business, so it's okay to destroy it and loot it and crash a stolen car. They had bars because it's Compton. They had bars on the, the big window, but they backed the Kia into it, crashed it through the bars and the glass, and then 100 Democrats ran in and looted the place because they're destroying our democracy. And Joe Biden's January 6th speech in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, which is neither on January 6th nor in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, is about how Republicans, MAGA extremists, are a threat to our democracy, which is actually a constitutional republic. And the message that the media will carry forward for Joe Biden, his speech scheduled for this afternoon, I think at 3.15, so he'll probably start at about 3.50, because he's brain damaged. The thieves had gathered in the area for an illegal street takeover, right? Then they uh, went to, hey, look, here's a business that uh, it's a Mexican food. Let's go rob the place. Security footage captured the chaotic scene. Joe Biden accusing Republicans of being the source of chaos. As the mob flooded into the store, filled their arms and pockets with as much as they could Before the store was set to open three hours later, majority of the looters attempted to conceal their identities by either wearing masks or holding their hoods over their faces with their hands. Hoodies, but, you know, hoodies are are not uh, indicative of anything. Meat scales, meat, groceries, lotto tickets were all stolen during the brazen robbery by a mob of 100 Democrats. Everybody's black, by the way. Everybody's black. But pay no attention to that because noticing that is racist. So that's uh, that's your Democrat Party. This is, and uh, Joe Biden's going to call uh, Republicans the source of chaos and anarchy in the United States. Isn't that extraordinary? You're a Democrat Party. Making their way into the bakery. You see some people head straight for the cash registers, while others are grabbing food and drinks and whatever they can from the shelves. We spoke to one of the employees. Juan Chavez says he drove over once he heard the alarms going off at Rubens. But this is what he walked into. Shattered glass, food, drinks and merchandise everywhere. It's the fundamental transformation of America. You better teach your kids to learn Spanish. This is Barack Obama's vision for America. He was mentored by communist Frank Marshall Davis. He made communist voter John Brennan CIA director. He brought communist, self-described, Van Jones into the Obama White House. This is, uh, these people are not on our side. They're anti-capitalist. They're anti-American. They're racists. They're Democrats. Yeah, and Rubens Bakery and Mexican food... Owned by, hmm, huh? What do you think? Spanish-speaking immigrants? But never mind that. 
the looting flyer in Washington, D.C., directing everyone to the Safeway store to loot it. The CVS store in the same neighborhood already shut down permanently because of all the looting. There's nothing left to loot. This is all the Democrat Party, all Joe Biden's people. Joe Biden is attacking the people that show up to work every day, raise their kids to be normal, serve in the military, uh, and are on the side of the United States of America. The Sheriff's Department says they received three calls about the takeover Tuesday. Along with dangerous stunts and looting, they say the suspects also burned mattresses and Christmas trees. Sure. No arrests were made. No arrests were made. A lot of carbon. Yeah, honestly. Just uh, just amazing. You're a Democrat party. Oh, uh, by the way, Iowa shooter that I told you about yesterday at Perry High School in Perry, Iowa. Confirmed by police to be gender fluid, gender another gender fluid, transgender, Democrat, mass shooter. And, uh, you know, it's a very, very minuscule percentage of the population, but we have an increasing number of transgender lunatics shooting places up. <clears throat> even though probably the smallest percentage of the population of any identifiable group in the United States of America. Amazing stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But uh, pay no attention to that, because why would you? Nothing gets you in trouble like the truth. Oh, man, oh, man. All right, and I got, uh, I've got more, too. Also, um, has North Korea attacked South Korea? Newsweek magazine. Well, they've just fired hundreds and hundreds of artillery rounds, and the South Koreans started firing hundreds of artillery rounds of their own. They're not quite shooting each other yet, but your Democrat Party leads to war. You know, only if you count the Civil War, World War I, World War II the Korean War and the Vietnam War when it comes to the United States. Democrat presidents for all of those, provided you count the uh, Confederate States of America, because that's where the Democrat president was in the Civil War. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Lululemon and DEI. Little kerfuffle over there with the CEO. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Uh, let's go back to telephones. Um, and I'm not sure what I'm uh, what I'm uh, getting into here, but let me do this. Let's go to Joe calling from, from Woodbridge, Virginia. I was talking about the White House riots in 2020 and the president being evacuated and St. John's Church being set on fire, police being injured by the scores. And uh, Joseph, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Great. Uh, I, you had mentioned that there was no Metropolitan Police Department involved in those riots, and I, I just retired, and I just want you to know that we were out there in full force and a lot of the injured officers came from the Department of Police Department. Just wanted to pass that on because uh, it was a 12-hour shift, no days off, and it was a, it was a rough time. For the Lafayette Park uh, White House, the the uh, I got the dates here. You know, the May uh, into June 2020 riots. Yes, sir. 
Well, my apologies then if I if I misstated the facts. I uh, yeah, we I, had multiple multiple CDU units and civil dis- disturbance units deployed out out in and around the area. And you say that well, my apologies then, and and you say that um, there were DC police injured, but the mayor's office won't release the numbers of DC Metropolitan Police Department officers injured. Well, I, I can tell you that some of my coworkers were injured. So yes. Uh, and we know that, um, and I just looked it up again, more than 150 local federal police officers, Secret Service, Park Police injured in those riots, uh, and the president evacuated and the Church of the President set on fire. And, um, and now there was not a single jail sentence for anyone out of that. Yeah, it doesn't mean they weren't arrested. That just means they weren't prosecuted. Right. Well, that matters, though, you know, and that's, uh, you know, that's the part where, uh, you know, what I would what, uh, 400. What's the number I used earlier? 450 from uh, January 6th put in prison and three days of riots at the White House, torching the church of the presidents, the evacuation of the president, attacking the Reagan building and not a single jail sentence. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, what can you say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to say. I just wanted to let you know that we were out there during the White House riots and um, that we were doing our job. I thank you very much for the correction, Joe. Uh, absolutely appreciate that. And um, I will never make that mistake again. Oh, no problem. I also have a pretty cool picture I would like to send to you of, a, of our M- MP officer getting uh, blasted by an M80 right in front of him. It, it turned out to be a pretty awesome photograph. <laughs> awesome photograph. M80 is an eighth of a stick of dynamite, and it'll blow your hand off, right? Yep. And I'll show, if I can figure out how to get it to you, I'll, I'll take it off my iPad send it to you. I'll be looking for it in the email. Thank you, Joe. Saluting you, my friend. D.C. Metropolitan Police. Retired. So now he can speak freely. Because nothing gets you in trouble like the truth. They just give me too much. Way too much. So the Lululemon founder slams companies hold diversity and inclusion thing. He calls it the diversity and inclusion thing. Lululemon founder and former CEO Chip Wilson making fun of the company, the whole diversity and inclusion thing. And he says the company has ads that feature people who say, he says, appear to be unhealthy, sickly, not inspirational. You know, because that, uh, you know, obesity is the latest uh, fad for uh, Democrats. And um, for years, they yelled at America for being too overweight. And then one day, bam, that just switched. And now it's like, hey, let's adore this now. They're the people that gave us Twiggy back in the 60s, which was unhealthy. 
a uh, pretty awful stuff. Also, um, this guy, the the founder, founded it in Canada, British Columbia, Chip Wilson, and he left the company a number of years ago. He got in trouble with the people running the company because he said he liked Ayn Rand. I'm not kidding. I'm the 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 lefties. His uh, got him in trouble because he said he supported libertarian philosopher and writer Ayn Rand, who escaped Russia, by the way. And the company's very angry that he criticized their diversity and inclusion thing. He's not been involved with the company since his resignation from the board in 2015. We're a very different company today. He's still the number one shareholder in the company. And he's got $4 billion in stock since he started the company, and he's the number one shareholder. But he left, and now he's making fun of them for being a bunch of idiots. They've also legalized looting at Lululemon, which is why they're now known as Loot Loot Lemon. And they were very angry with him several years ago. He made a joke. He said he named the company Lululemon because he knew it would be difficult for Japanese people to pronounce. I'm sorry, what? Lululemon, you know. Ruru Rimen, see? Chinese people too, I think. So uh, he's, uh, he doesn't like their diversity, equity, and inclusion thing. And they don't like him because he liked Ayn Rand. And uh, you can't have that. Pretty amazing. So, all right, now let's go to the, the dim-witted mayor of New York City. The dim-witted mayor of New York City is uh, Eric Adams. And he tragically used to be a, a police officer. He was a police officer. Then he became a New York state senator. I know. And then the mayor of New York City, our most populous city. And it turns out when he was a state senator, and Michael Piercy found this video, I had never seen it. Eric Adams, then state senator, made a video of himself showing you how to search your son's bedroom or your daughter's bedroom like a police officer looking for drugs and guns and things. And it's one of the most embarrassing videos I've ever seen in my life. Eric Adams, now New York City Democrat mayor. Uh, remember the illegal aliens are going to destroy the city. And now he's suing. He's suing bus companies because the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, is sending illegal aliens to New York City in buses. They're all mental dwarves. They... It's unbelievable how dumb our political leadership has become. New York City Mayor Eric Adams sues bus companies that brought migrants to city for whopping $700 million. And he said, idiot that he is, see you in court. Uh, We were talking about this last night on my television show on the Newsmax channel. And uh, I said we were kicking around the table, and I said, well, you should sue the tire companies, too, because the buses don't work well without tires. So you should sue and sue the oil companies. They've got deep, pop, deep pockets because the buses don't work without gasoline. And, you know, this is them. They want to sue gun companies because their sons shoot people. New York City Mayor Eric Adams announced on Thursday that he is suing 17 charter bus companies that transported tens of thousands of migrants to his city on orders from Texas Governor Greg Abbott. You know, the White House is suing Greg Abbott. We live in, uh, we've, we passed idiocracy a long time ago. 
Adams posted a video to X to explain his latest attempt to combat at Abbott's, quote, reckless political ploys. You're a sanctuary city. What exactly do you think those words mean? You are a sanctuary city. Now you get a chance to prove it, and you're going to sue the bus companies? You are very severely mentally impaired. All right, now let's just uh, reestablish his mentally impaired bona fides here. Let's go to soundbite number eight. New York City Mayor, now then State Senator Eric Adams. Um, just, uh, just amazing. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, well, those are, that's the, that's the, uh, yeah, let's go to the, uh, let's go to number 10, number 10. Then State Senator Eric Adams in 2011, and this is so ridiculous, he's like, if you find bamboo rolling papers in your son's bedroom, that might be an indication that he's smoking pot. Really? If you find a crack pipe, it might be an indication that he's smoking crack. You know, Matt, Joe Biden should have uh, looked at this. This video in 2011. If if he's got a teddy bear, you got another problem. Look to see if he's stuffed a pistol, a gun inside the teddy bear. And my favorite part is he he's violating the Fourth Amendment. Well, he's not really because it's his son his son's bedroom in theory, but the Fourth Amendment prohibits illegal search and seizure, and he thinks it's the First Amendment that prohibits illegal search and seizure. But then he explains that the First Amendment, when he means the Fourth Amendment, doesn't apply in your house because in your house, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights don't apply. Here is then-State Senator, now New York City Mayor, Eric Adams. Please come and join me inside my house as I show you how simple items such as bamboo paper can be an indicator of marijuana use or a cut of straw can be an indicator of using cocaine. <laughs> I will show you how to search a room. He's going to show us how to search a room now. And he goes in and you find rolling papers, right? Hey, well, maybe it's for a, a, an art project or a collage. No, he's rolling joints. I mean, how, how dumb are you? And uh, here's a straw. Not every straw is for doing cocaine. And he holds up a little shortened straw. It, uh, it's got Hunter, Hunter Biden's name on it. Uh, just, uh, just amazing. And, and if your son has a jewelry box, what might your son be hiding inside his jewelry box? You can look in the jewelry box. A jewelry box of this nature maybe a simple jewelry box. But if you look through it closely, you don't know what your child may be hiding. For instance... A gun could be hidden. A small caliber <laughs> weapon could be hidden inside a jewelry box. And he just held up a revolver, a pistol. And he has, for example, he whips out a pistol. It looks like a little 32 caliber revolver. And he says, your son, first of all, if you've got a jewelry box, you, you might have another uh, talk that you should have with your son. And and then he's, and it's a giant jewelry box. You can put a human head in it. And 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 his son might. And then he pulls out a pistol. And he says, for example, in your your jewelry box, and he might have a pistol uh, hiding, and he's got a gun inside. And then he, he says uh, a knapsack, which is a backpack. And the backpack, like a kid might take to high school, has a number of pockets on it. You know, big pockets, then a small, then the side pockets. And here's Eric Adams explaining that the nefarious backpack or knapsack you should could, all could be hiding stuff. You should always, when your child brings in his popular knapsack with many different locations, when he bring look in. through it to see what exactly is your child carrying in addition to a book something a, a simple book. as a crack pipe a used crack pipe <laughs> could he have <laughs> found it crack. on the street that's quite possible but this is a 
a discussion piece where you should start speaking with him to find out what is he doing with it. What do you, hey, what are you doing with your crack pipe? What the hell do you think I'm doing with my crack pipe? He could have found it on the street. Sure. Yeah, because New York, right? And everybody's a crackhead because you guys run it. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I got my sign right here. The, you know, this is a work-free drug place. And there it is. The, the knapsack, he says, in addition to a book, a book. <laughs> Look for his crack pipe. And you should search him every day. Every day your son comes in, throw him against the wall. Ex-police. That's uh, just uh, just amazing. He is ex-police, too. Uh, now, New York City Mayor Eric Adams in 2011. Look at picture frames behind them, cameras. Try to determine what's, what's taking place. Cameras? Behind a picture frame, you can find bullets. What does that mean, <laughs> to find bullets? Does it mean your child is, is carrying a gun? No. Where there's smoke, <laughs> there's possible fire. Where there's a bullet, there's possibly a gun. Now that's putting one and one together. That's using the old noodle there. This guy, he's the mayor of New York City, our, our most populous city. And a picture frame. And he's doing this. He's making a video. He added music to the a little violin music. And he lifts up a picture frame and looks behind. Oh, look, a group of bullets are laying on the shelf here. And he picks up the bullets in his hand. And he says, a picture frame could be hiding bullets. Does that mean your son has a gun? No, no. Not necessarily, but it could, because where there's smoke, there's fire. Shouldn't that be back at the crack pipe and the bamboo, the big bamboo rolling papers? Uh, there he is. And then he picks up a, like a stuffed animal, and, and he calls it a doll, and he searches through the stuffed animal, and he finds another gun. I think this is really his son's place. Something simple as a, as a baby doll. Could be just a baby doll, but also it could be a place where you could secrete or hide drugs. Secrete or hide drugs. Run your hands over the pillows and see if you feel anything that's unusual. Like a pillow like this with a button is a perfect invitation to hide something. It's an invitation. I felt something bumpy. I will reach in, see what it is. This one could be hidden inside a pillow, a gun. Yeah, I felt something bumpy. He reached in to find out what it is. Why am I reminded of Joe Biden? <laughs> I don't know. And then, uh, you know, your cokehead uh, son, and I love the music. Uh, get your cokehead son. Just look and see what's inside your bookcases. It could be more than just books. You Perfect think? place to hide uh, cocaine or other illegal substances. He's holding up cocaine. He's holding up bags of pot. He's holding up cocaine. He's, and then I love this. Now, the Fourth Amendment protects the American people from unreasonable, unreasonable search and seizure uh, by the government. And the First Amendment, of course, protects uh, free practice of our religion and free speech and, and the press and right to assemble and petition. But uh, never mind that. Uh, he thinks that the First Amendment is about search and se- Now, again, he's ex-police, like on Saturday Night Live. He's ex-police. He's a former police officer, and he thinks the First Amendment uh, prohibits illegal search and seizure. My message to you, you have an obligation to protect your home. The First Amendment does not apply to the right of parents to go through their homes to remove contraband or any other unsafe item. There are no First Amendment rights in your home. There are. <laughs> he says it twice. And they got the music. And so they had editors in the room putting music to it, and they cobbled this and edited this video together. Yeah, the First Amendment doesn't prohibit you from illegal search and seizure in your own home. I, you know, <laughs> this is our Democrat Party. 
He was a police officer, and he doesn't know what the Fourth Amendment is, and he doesn't know what the First Amendment is. He was a New York State senator, and he doesn't know what the First Amendment is or the Fourth Amendment is. He's the mayor of New York, and uh, we are in deep, ladies and gentlemen. We're in big, big trouble here. All right, let's. Uh, we've also got this uh, dumb, and this guy's a former U.S. Capitol police officer now running for Congress in Maryland. And this one is pretty amazing. What is it, 22, you say? Cut, to, cut number 23. Uh, now former U.S. Capitol Police Officer Harry Dunn. Uh, and uh, he's running for Congress. And he was there on January 6th. And he testified for the Democrats. And he's running for Congress in Maryland now. So here right now, I'm here to announce my candidacy for Congress You're in what? Maryland's 3rd District. And... Um, you know, I, I just want to continue. What a better, what better way than to continue fighting um, for the people of Maryland, um, for the people of the United States, and to continue to defend democracy? Because I think on January sixth, it exposed one how weak and fragile that it is. I uh, how about the three day assault on the White House and the coast to coast riots and the. Uh, using the criminal justice system against your political enemies and letting all the left-wing writers, looters, and arsonists go free while jailing January 6th protesters, mostly peaceful, uh, by the hundreds and hundreds. And honestly, if you can't pronounce candidacy, I don't think you should be allowed to run for Congress. And he just demonstrated that he cannot pronounce the word candidacy, and therefore you're disqualified, sir. Thank you very much. So here right now, I'm here to announce my candidacy. Your candidacy. Spell check. Wow. All right, let's take a uh, quick phone call, Michael. Let's go to Mark calling from Landover Hills in Maryland. Mark, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey. Hey, Mark. Happy New Year to you, Chris. And thanks for taking my call, buddy. You bet. Hey, earlier, Chris, I was telling Jasmine, you you brought up a really good point there with the Manchurian candidate. And I really enjoyed, like, like the other one of the other callers said about the cartoon references and everything. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, you made me think of something, Chris. And uh-huh. this is what these people that we talk about all the time are lacking, is civility and common decency. It made me think of another scene in a movie called Andersonville. And even in Andersonville, if you know anything about the Civil War, mm-hmm. and Mr. Mark talks about it a lot, and I study it, that Andersonville was a good example of humanity. But even in Andersonville, they had a tribunal that they hung people for them acting irrationally. And it was all done correctly with due process. (laughs) And that is exactly what we are not getting in our world today like you talk about, Chris. And Mr. Levin was also talking last night about Jefferson Davis. And the funny thing about him was, that when the war ended, he tried to run and was caught in Georgia and taken to Fortress Monroe in Virginia, where he was held by General Miles, and the same people that would have hung him two years earlier got together and freed him and got him set free. And that's what the Democrats and these Marxists don't understand is common decency and civility and fair treatment for all, because they are nothing but a bunch of cowards and cheats. Well, uh, I'll tell you, Mark, you know, they they just, the Democrats just successfully removed the 
the monument from Arlington National Cemetery, uh, post-Civil War monument, that was about reconciliation after the Civil War. And what you're describing there, Mark, is uh, after the Civil War, efforts at reconciliation. And Andersonville, the, the prisoner of war facility in the Civil War, was a horror show, of course. But uh, we tried to reconcile, and the Democrats are still tearing down the statues and removing all evidence of the Democrat Party's history of racism as Confederates and uh, so on. But you're right, civility and decency in very short supply in America today. And Joe Biden is going to prove that again this afternoon, not in Valley Forge and not on January 6th, but it will be his January 6th Valley Forge speech nonetheless. Uh, Tomorrow is Ashley Babbitt Day. The day on which three years ago, Ashley Babbitt, after serving proudly in the United States Air Force for more than a decade, was shot and killed by a U.S. Capitol Police officer for the alleged crime of trespassing, and the Democrat Party applauded. Joe Biden is going to give his hate speech this afternoon, not at Valley Forge, but about 12 miles from Valley Forge, not on January 6th, but on January 5th. Pay no attention. And the radical left-wingers at Politico, who would jail every Trump voter if they could, reports today, court says even passive members of January 6th mob can be convicted of disorderly conduct. Disorderly conduct. And they've got a story of federal appeals court ruled today, January 6th defendants can be found culpable of disorderly or disruptive conduct inside the Capitol even if they weren't personally violent or destructive. And uh, they just gave one guy a year in jail for walking through the Capitol, probably waved in by a U.S. Capitol police officer, didn't hit anybody, didn't break anything, a year in jail. Sig Heil. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.